listening to this. Thank you for listening to this and hitting the play button. Really appreciate it. I haven't done this in a couple episodes because I've been real busy. But I really want to thank the Patreons. And I'm going to shout them out right now in order of, uh, of the order that they, that they actually joined. Uh, I've been getting a steady flow of at least one brand new member every month. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys for that. So we start off with Antonio Lopez, Ese Champs, Eddie Munoz, Chris Glasses, Juan Casares, Jimmy Rodriguez, and David Soro. I don't know if this was a fake one or what, but we'll know at the end of the month. But if you are real, thank you very much. Um, so this uh, interview here uh, episode is uh, one of two that I did a couple of weeks ago when I was in, I took a little trip to San Diego to go uh, check out Still Ill with the homie Glasses. Shout out Glasses. What's up, Chris? Um, we went out to room it up and uh, we we're going to record, but you know, some shit came up, so we didn't record, but uh, hopefully I'll be recording with glasses soon, that you guys get your glasses fixed, and uh, so enjoy, so one of them was, was the last week's episode was with the homeboy Sergio Hernandez, aka Slurjo, a tattoo artist, a martial artist, MC, and soon to be film star and director. The same day, I met up with the homeboy Ricardo Islas, aka Dicky Islands, and uh, he's a Chicano muralist, artist, you know, he does, he does it all, t-shirts, figurines, and this is the interview that you're about to hear right now, we set up shop in a, in a park, and also, you know what, don't forget to subscribe, if you ever have any questions, you can hit me up on Ranting with Ramos podcast on Instagram, but uh, if you guys can go to the Apple podcast and actually um, subscribe, that way you don't miss any episodes or any little special comments I got to say for the podcast. Also, if you could uh, review and rate, that really helps other people find the podcast. Right now, I'm at 39 um, reviews or uh, ratings. So if you, the more ratings, the more people get to find the, uh, the podcast and the more motivation will give me to actually keep going and see the people I'm getting more listeners. Like I said, it's not about the money. There's got to be a reason why I'm doing this and, and that is for people to, to be listening. So again, the Patreon, um, it helps, you know, it's, it's not a game of money, but it helps. And right now I'm at seven people. Um, so it is growing every month. If you're interested in that, and like I said, it starts at five bucks, then it goes 10 bucks and then it goes 25 bucks. And if you go on uh, Patreon forward slash Ranting with Ramos Podcast, you can find all the information there. You get merch, stickers, just depends on what tier you get to listen to uh, to the uh, episodes before anybody else. Um, you know, any music that I put on there, any like special behind the scenes clips, videos, pictures, a bunch of cool stuff that perks, you know. More importantly, you, know, you get to listen to it before everybody. Like, you know, if you want to, if you're waiting for the next episode, you don't have to wait a whole week. You know, sometimes you get it like in about three, four days as soon as I finish producing. Like this one, for example, I'm releasing it um, on a Tuesday uh, for the Patreon. But uh, people who are not on the Patreon, you're gonna you're gonna get it on Friday morning, which is still cool. But you know, for me, someone I'm a fan of, of you know artists or certain podcasts, I can't wait to hear the next release. But that's just me, you know. But anyway, uh, if you guys want to, you guys still can't find the Patreon, 
you can go to my Instagram at Ranting with Ramos Podcast and go to when they have the fucking description of the profile you just click on the link tree and the link tree will, will take you there so without any further ado here's the episode peace with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. Today we have a very special guest, Chicano artist, Ricardo Islas, a.k.a. Dickie Islands. How you doing? What's up, man? Good. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate you. And thank you for the for the print you got me and the, the sticker pack. I really appreciate that, man. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. appreciate that. Where did you grow up? I grew up like two hours east of San Diego in Calexico. Calex- it's a border town with Mexicali. Oh, okay. On the on the U.S. side. Oh, the U.S. Yeah, because I was kind of confused. Like, is is it is it in is it in Mexico or is but it's a border town? So it's this side. Yeah, it's a it's like the southernmost border town in California. Yeah, the yeah. southernmost city. And growing up, like we grew up like in the '80s or. Yeah, like high school was in the 80s. Oh, cool. I graduated in 88, so. Yeah, okay. 80s, yeah. And then how was it growing up at that time? Was there like a, was there like a lot of racism and stuff in that area or no? No, not really. Like, I didn't really experience. It was more, uh, uh, I mean, pretty much almost everybody's Mexican there. Yeah. Especially Calexico. Like, in the next town, in the bigger town is El Centro. That's more, you know, there's, there's a bit of everything. But Calexico is primarily Mexican. Okay. And and then quite a few of uh, Chinese. Oh, now there's like other Asians, but yeah. uh, but primarily growing up because there's a huge Chinese community across the border in Mexicali. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like Mexicali's yeah. like, cause uh, I have a homeboy. His family's from Mexicali, and uh, he's like, yeah, my mom makes some bomb ass Chinese food. I'm like, how? Oh. He's like, there's a lot of Chinese people there. A lot of Chinese food over there in Mexicali. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as the Chinese helped build the railroad. The U.S. kicked them out. They like, oh. oh, we got what we want to get the fuck out. And that, that's how they ended up. Yeah, that's how they ended up there, and they accepted them there, so they've always been there, and it's, you know, they all speak Spanish, and it's a huge community, and yeah. they've always just, you know, done well there. That's cool. And then your whole your whole life you grew up there? and Yeah, until till I was 20. Oh, okay. And then I moved up here to San Diego, and I've been here for 30 years, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you were, I noticed before, I heard you talking about, like, the, like the punk scene. There was, like, a big punk scene back then? Yeah, ma- mainly in Mexicali. In Mexico, there's there's always been a huge punk scene. There wasn't, there wasn't in Pearl Valley, but it was scattered. You know, it, it wasn't that big, but in Mexico, it was huge. I mean, it was like a ton of bands, big scene, you know. When there was a show, it was like a humongous show, you know. Oh, shit. But like like on this side, what, like what, since you were like, what, were you like one of the few punks? Yeah, especially in Calexico. There was yeah. probably out of the whole town, it was, it was pretty much me and my friends. So it was maybe like eight of us that were into death metal and punk. Oh, and then the other guys that we hung out with every once in a while, yeah. They're more like into like the rock or glam or whatever, but oh, okay. But it's like you know if you're, you know it's just us. You know if you're trying to find girls, you're gonna hang out with. Okay, well those glam guys got you know yeah. got some girls hanging out. Like let's go over there, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but pretty much it was just literally just us that 
were into that scene. Yeah, you and know, then, and everybody else was into like new waves. Oh, okay, like the new wave. And would you would, would you guys go party like here in San Diego? People end up going to, to, to TJ to party. Would you guys go party over there? And yeah, 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 we were there. You know, three four times a week. Oh shit! You know, because it was just easier. I mean, I, I could always get alcohol, but. But, you know, we'd go over there just to, you know, it was just a wilder scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, how, how were, how were the, uh, the authorities with you guys when you guys would go over there? Over there, they're, they're fine because, you know, just if you get stopped, you just, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, you know, it's, yeah, you know. La mordida. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless, you know, like, like unless, you know, there, you know, there was guys that didn't like, you know, mainly like long hair, you know, they had a stigma, so. You never knew how it was going to go. You know, I, I had a few issues where they just picked me up for having long hair, beat the shit out of me, shit oh, like shit. that. You know, because they were, they considered them, like anybody with long hair, oh, they're like a gangbanger. Yeah. And so, you know, I had a, a, quite a few incidents like that. But mainly, like, say you got pulled over if you were, like, a bunch of you in a car. Yeah. Because, ah, right, here's 20 bucks. It's just, all right. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do, you know. I remember, because uh, even, like, when I would go to, to visit Mexico, like, whenever you see guys like that, they would call them marihuanos. Yeah. It's a marihuano. Yeah, marihuano mafufo. <laughs> yeah. I said mafufo. And then I would see, like, their gangs were Los Metallica. Yeah, so there was, like, like there was one, uh, Los Iron Maidens. You know? <laughs> Los, and, uh, Los Black Venoms. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a few, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't really consider them gangs, but it was just a group of guys yeah. that hung out together to have fun and shit. Not you know, not to get jumped by you yeah. know, because that was the thing you know, like like when I was dating my wife, you know, and she she was into like new wave and stuff, and yeah. she said, hey, let's go to the club, and it was like, all right, you know, I might die, but all right, <laughs> and, and you know, there was quite a few times when I'm I'm there hanging out, and you could just tell, man, like people are just mad dogging, uh, like, oh man, I'm gonna we're gonna have to like. Sneak out of here before yeah. two a.m. You know, you know it's coming and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's so. that's cool. How you mentioned like, and that's usually how gangs end up starting up is like, like to protect for protection. You know, yeah, it's a yeah. group of guys that are gonna have each other's back and shit, and then it gets a bad signal. Really, it's just to protect each other because you know you have these who's beating you up because you have fucking long hair. You know, you look yeah. different. You know, so you guys gotta rise up and shit, which is a good thing. You know. Yeah. But they turn it into a fucking into a fucking bad thing and stuff. Yeah, and especially you know since nobody like in the Pearl Valley like. It just wasn't a popular scene, you know, so, so I mean, it, it happened a bunch of times, you know, I, I'd be at a 7-Eleven and there'd be like a veterano. I remember one time in, in Calexico, I was pulled up to the 7-Eleven and there's this veterano and, and he's with his kid and he's just like, hey, mira, hijo, este es joto. Oh, shit. And I'm like, he's, pues, no soy joto, hijo, soy tu papá, you know. <laughs> and then the guy gets pissed and... You know, I'm like ready to throw down. Yeah. And like, all right, you know, and yeah. shit like that happened all the time. You know, <laughs> it's a good fucking comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, like that Star Wars. Luke yeah, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it, like interested into art? Did, did you were you always drawing when you were a kid? Or yeah, I've I've always drawn. I, I uh, you know, it was like started off just doing. Uh, you know, say like I was into bands and I was just doing their logo, you know, like when I was a little kid. Yeah. You know, there was older guys that I hung out with and they had shirts that said like Van Halen or something. And so I would try to draw like that VH and, yeah. you know, Led Zeppelin, the way they, the writing was. And yeah. just, you know, I always did good with that and people liked it and they just kept me going because people liked it. Then I started doing kind of like copies of album covers, you know, yeah. like, like Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast and stuff. And, and then people, hey man, I'll give you a dollar for that. I'm just like, all right, oh, you know? shit. So, 
That's I just cool. always kept it going. Yeah, it's usually how it is. Like whenever there's somebody that can draw, good, hey, drop me this, and I'll give you fucking, I'll give you a sandwich, yeah. or I'll give you yeah, fucking yeah. the dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like like with me, like my, my uncle, he, he was a, a big part uh, of me growing up. Like because he was a he's a Mexican, right? He's from Guadalajara, but he was into like rock. You know, he, he's like Iron Maiden and fucking the Doors and all that shit, right? So he's what got me into it. And also, he was he was he was an artist. He knew how to draw, so he would teach us how to draw fucking Jason and fucking Michael Myers and shit. So, yeah. You know, so when I would go to school, like, hey, can you draw that for me? That looks fucking cool but the teachers would hate it because like oh that's, this guy's fucking crazy he's drawing like fucking fools with their heads cut off and shit like that you know yeah um also uh i heard that you would uh you would draw fucking flyers and shit right yeah yeah for the concerts and yeah shit, i would draw shows. flyers for punk bands and stuff and all that and would you do it like with a sharpie or like with a pencil uh, i've always i'm not a smooth drawer like like to me i consider myself a shitty drawer but yeah like I'll draw it. I I have shaky hands, so I'll just like stick, sketch everything with a oh, pencil. Okay. Yeah. You know, till it's finally clean, and then I'll go over it with a sharpie. Yeah. Like like I have like, I always tell people I suck at drawing. Like <laughs> my hands are shaky. You know, that's yeah. why I like painting more. Cause, you know, I paint. You know, if my hand moves, then I just take the color that's next to it and. Yeah, you know, either and smooth it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, because I see a lot of that style. Like, I'll see people that they'll draw, and it's like a bunch of little, like little little lines. Yeah, and yeah, they'll yeah. make a, instead of like one 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 motion of a circle, it'll be like a bunch of little lines and stuff. You know, but whatever works, you know. Yeah. And then for you, mainly, it's it's not really about the drawing. It's about, the drawing is maybe just like a little outline of, it, and then you go over with the paint. It's just so yeah. you, whatever's in your brain is on there, right? So, what? How did you get into like actually like painting and stuff? Painting, painting was when I moved up here, and several years later, because I was still just drawing, yeah. doing characters, you know, like, I'm, you know, kind of like what you would see like in a in a punk album, you know. Yeah. You know, Ronald Reagan, all kind of tweaked out and <laughs> stuff like that, and yeah. And then my mom kept pushing me to take a painting class because she loved like oil painting and stuff oh, okay. like that. Like she didn't do it, but yeah, she loved it. She loved it. She she's into the arts, and uh, she just kept pushing me, so I finally took a painting class and. And like the first, the first, uh, the first class is uh, is kind of you have assignments, but it's all like different levels of students in the class. Yeah. And the first class you have assignments, and it's really just to kind of for you to to see how paint works. And but everybody else does whatever they, whatever you decide to do, yeah. what what your theme is going to be. Okay. And so I'm in that first class drawing clouds. I'm like, fuck, they don't want to do what they're doing. This and that, <laughs> and that. Finally. As soon as I passed the first semester, I'm like, I'm ready to go, you know, do my own thing. And yeah. the first guy I did was this guy that OD'd in the bathtub, you know. <laughs> like an, an, actual, an actual person? Yeah. Yeah. And that just got such a reaction yeah. that, that you know, everybody in the class is, man, what the fuck? And, yeah. like, you know, that kind of gave me that same feeling of, like, when I first gave out a flyer, I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's badass or yeah. whatever. And, and and it was like a, it wasn't a homie, but it was a reflection on, I had a couple homies at OD, that yeah. heroin was big okay. in Calexico. Yeah. So that got, like, the same reaction as a flyer. Yeah. And then my painting teacher, Robert Sanchez, was, like, a Chicano artist. So he's kind of like, hey, you know, he's doing Chicano art. And, yeah. and he started, you know, handing me books and, hey, you know, check out this guy's work. And he's doing this and he's doing this. Like, more guys in, like, in the 70s and yeah. 80s and 90s and so that kind of got me going on the okay, like what's this Chicano art stuff, you yeah. know? Because before it was it was just mainly like the standard punk stuff, you know? Yeah. Like how extreme can you go? It wasn't necessarily Chicano, you know. It was just extreme. Know, extreme. Yeah, yeah. But this stuff was Chicano, but it was still doing extreme, you know? Like, yeah. like the first five years, I painted nothing but dead people. Oh shit. You know, and but that got my foot in the door to yeah. get other shows because people yeah. like 
having something something know, different something, something different yeah yeah and then in those apples oranges that are yeah, in yeah. <laughs> clouds yeah, yeah. that you mentioned um how, how how did you how did you get that in, in your mind to to paint that like what influenced you to paint like the gore and the stuff like that i i was always into that stuff like like i i worked in a liquor store since i was a little kid and that liquor store had like a huge that was like the place to go for like magazines and like cuentos and shit no they, they just had they just had a, a huge like there wasn't a lot of stores oh, okay and that store had like that was a place to go for like porn and <laughs> you know the metal metal yeah. mania and this and that whatever you were into they had a big magazine rack yeah so i started collecting like fangoria Oh, and shit. all those all those hard yeah. there was one horror movies uh, magazine and Fangoria was the big one and so I you know, put up all these posters of stuff like that you yeah. know from horror movies and stuff and between that and all the album covers that were gory you know that yeah. just kind of got me into I guess like that shock value you yeah know? yeah because 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 you like you like looking at that stuff yeah. so but that's cool that even though like not everyone has that same taste that they can admire like oh shit this is different this is something you know out of the ordinary yeah which is cool and then i noticed one of your one of your paintings i really liked it and um to me i was like you know what this guy for sure for sure when he was a kid he was probably looking at a lot of my magazines oh, yeah. i asked you right yeah that's that's one of the yeah. one of the first paintings that did was called homenaje a la alarma yeah and because we used to go cut our when we used to go cut our hair as a kid we'd go across the border right as soon as you cross the border there's a big old hotel there and there was a basement and we would go down to the basement and you know calexico there's no place with a basement or nothing yeah. else so it's like oh shit, there's a basement <laughs> you know and it had the cement railing so you know you can slide down yeah and, which is probably pretty gross, you know. <laughs> but and, uh, we'd go cut our hair while we waited for to cut our hair. Yeah. There, were, there was like a big shoe shine thing inside that had like a magazine rack. And so we're waiting for my dad to cut his hair, or my brother, or whatever. And so you're just looking at, at magazines. And the one that always caught, caught my eye was Alarma. Yeah. You know, so you just see all this stuff that I'm like, holy shit, you know. Guys that were decapitated and people in like acid vats and yeah. stuff like that, and and it was always kind of funny because you see all this, you know, twenty pages of gore, and then they have you know, the center fold is a is an actual like like center fold in a bikini yeah. with a crossword puzzle. It's almost like you need a break from from that yeah. from that. Hey, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna get back you, to real life, you know. We're gonna show you some booty and a password and a crossword, and then you can get back to yeah. You know, so that always kind of stuck to me. Yeah. Between, you know, so I, I that was one of the first paintings I did was an, an homage to yeah. a Yeah, and then come to find out, it's got the name, a lot of yeah. you know, like, I, I saw it, you know, because when I was a kid, I, I would look at those magazines, too. There was, like, a, we used to go to a supermarket, and they had a, a, a magazine shop, and it was all my Mexican, you know, so they had, they had cuentos de Capulina, fucking, uh, the Luchadores, they had the Luchadores magazines, and they had a lot of yeah. but nobody would tell you anything. I was, like, five years old, six years old, and I'd be looking at that shit, yeah. and I wouldn't be scared. It, it was like fascinating even now it's fascinating you know yeah. and also uh, would you watch a lot of like Faces of Death and shit like that too yeah I watch I watch <laughs> all those yeah. and it goes hand in hand huh? yeah yeah it inspires and then one thing too I noticed um, I was looking at your artwork and it's like you have you like if, if I see your style if I see your painting I know it's yours like you could tell mm -hmm. that it's yours right but at the same time you also paint different styles so you're not bored I noticed that yeah yeah like, like I said like I, I painted dead people and and then after a while it's like it's almost like it became a chore, you know. All right, how else can I position a dead person? And, yeah, you know. So you get bored, and and then so I started doing more poverty, you know, people begging for money and stuff, and you know, people that are alive but like the struggle. Yeah. 
and I always hung out at bars. So I, then I started doing bar shows that were more kind of like fun, like mm. a tongue in cheek stuff. And, yeah. And that's kind of what changed my my style. I still always wanted to have a message as far as you know something cultural. Yeah. But it could be more, you know, it's almost like you're I'm spoon feeding you uh, a message, you know, because it's it's you know easier on the eyes, you know. Yeah. So I, I I had a chance to do a show, a solo show, and it was called Toys Aren't Us, and it was just kind of based on the there was no toys that really represented Mexican people or yeah. Chicanos. So I just took every like classic American toy and converted it to a Chicano version of it. Yeah. And that kind of you know that that kind of flipped the switch. You know I still love doing dead people and stuff, but it's just like a specific yeah customer. But, you know, the other stuff, you know, you know, I could sell it to the general public. Oh, yeah. You know, and I do like like the little people, but as cholos or or portraits of people as those little little people. I did like the operation game, but instead of the bones or classic Chicano tattoos. Yeah, Yeah, there's a wagon that's a lowrider, the Green Army man. Then I started recently doing the Weeble Wobbles, but I call my Huevo Wobbles. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so it's just a collection of yeah. different toys that maybe I grew up with. Yeah. You know, I did one with a, I forgot what it was called. It was kind of like a green worm with a saddle for like little toddlers. Yeah. I did one, but it's like it's a quattro. Oh, and, uh, But yeah, that's kind of like yeah, kind of what what I do now. And yeah. then uh, and then you know just from being in shows, people always invite you to like the you know it's a that's yeah. a big art day I guess you yeah. know. You know, the Yellow Muertos here and there and here and there. So, you know, I I did that. And, and those stuff sell pretty quick. Like, you know, I don't hold on to the Yellow Muertos yeah. stuff. I mean, if I was smart, I guess I would just do that all day long. But, you know, like, I get bored. Yeah, it would get boring, yeah. It you would, know, and, would get boring. and, like, people, like, when I first started, you know, I was kind of hanging out with more of a crowd. I guess like a high-end, higher, mm. higher-end art crowd. Yeah. And, you know, you try to pick up stuff to blend into those scenes. But it was always like, oh, well, what's your your theme for your body of work for for this show? And it seemed like that was like an important thing. And I kind of always struggled with that because because yeah. to me it was I couldn't do a set of paintings that were based on this is my theme for this show. Yeah. You know, because one day I feel like this, one day I feel like that. So I'm like, ah, fuck yeah. it. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to because everybody has different tastes. Yeah. So I'm going to do one painting that might be this style and one painting that's this style and that's how I usually yeah. do you know like, and that's cool because that, that's like imitating life because life is like that some days yeah. you're happy some days you're fucking upset yeah. you know so yeah that, that's cool man looking at it that way you know and these are all different expressions and a, like a reflection of how I felt that day you know yeah yeah and some of the shows have been titled kind of like that like random yeah. thoughts and stuff like that because yeah, yeah I, I'm a you know, I might be outgoing one day and introvert the next day and, yeah. you know, pissed off one day or want to feel shocking or whatever, you know. So yeah. so I'm like, I'll just put it all out there, you know, and it's like, you know, for yeah. there's something for everybody. earlier uh, that uh, you wanted to show like the poverty and how people people go through I remember one of the paintings that stuck out to me was the those musicos mm-hmm. and then it was cool too because you painted your dog who had passed away yeah. and that was that's really cool you tied it in there yeah know? so that was a really cool one that I like um, so like in, in uh, obviously like I wasn't asking like oh 
do all these thoughts come in and then you start painting obviously so because you said that you know you, you think about what you're painting like like when you're doing the toys you do like a twist a spin on yeah. them you know so in your mind you create it first and then it comes out to the paint to the art yeah usually usually like it'll just you know like i think i get a lot of my ideas it's almost like they talk about gray noise you know like people say they get a lot of a lot of ideas in the bathroom or in yeah. the shower it's true and it's because you got that gray noise you know the shower going and your mind kind of clicks off and and so a lot of times when i'm at a bar you know and i'm just sitting there and it's just the noise like ideas come to me and i'll just text them to myself you know mm. like as long as i have a title i already know what it's gonna be yeah like i do or even if i if i hear a song and the title or, or a phrase in a song and I'll take that phrase and it's like, okay, I already know what I want to do. And that's yeah. the title of the piece. Oh, shit. And so I already pretty much know. Yeah. I, I can't paint. Like, like some people just start painting, you know? Yeah. Hey, I just, I'm just going to start throwing paint and it's going to come up. Yeah. Like, I don't work that way. Like, I need to know what it's going to be. I need to okay. know where, where every drop of paint is going to go. Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask, like, cause like for me, like sometimes when when I draw or like when I paint something, I I just start doing it. I'll, I'll feel a certain way and I'll start doing it, and something comes out. Um, but I, but I guess it is better the way the way you do it, cause you already know what you're gonna paint and you know how it's gonna go, what colors you're gonna use and stuff like that. So yeah. it's kind of more organized, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's just the way my brain works. Yeah, yeah. Like like uh, Chicle owns a painting I did a, a long time ago that uh, it's this little girl holding a. She's kind of like like kind of if she was sunken into a blanket. And she's holding like two sugar skulls over her eyes, mm -hmm. and but I decided to make the background more like, like swirly, like it's like an orange and green or something, mm -hmm. like almost like abstract. Yeah. The, the girl's not, but the but the background is, and it's literally just swirls. Yeah. And I I spent more time on those random swirls than I ever have on anything. Oh shit. Because my brain just doesn't work like in a loose, you know, like in a free pattern. Like I need to know exactly where it's gonna yeah. go and even though it didn't that stuff didn't matter you know yeah. it's just like i could have done anything i could just a random swirl yeah, anything, and just yeah. done like i went over those things like so many times and it just my brain just does not function that way yeah you know? yeah because i noticed too like like for me like let's say uh if I if I if I analyze something too much and I think about what what I'm gonna do, it doesn't come out as cool as if I just had an idea and I did it. You know what I mean? When it's spontaneous, I, yeah. I feel like things come out better that way. You know? And, yeah, and that's kind of how uh, one thing that I'm kind of now known for is waiting to the last minute to do stuff. And I'm like, okay, I won't sleep for two days, and I'm gonna finish these four paintings or whatever. You know? Yeah. But I tell people like, hey, that's just I work better that way because. It's like that pressure. Yeah. And you kind of, if I had two weeks to finish something, like I'll just be wasting time and throwing extra stuff that probably didn't need it and I yeah. hate it. Well, when your time is short, it's almost like you automatically filter all the bullshit out. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And and it's just, it just goes, you know? Yeah. And that's how I've done most of my work is like... Yeah. Whatever's you know. necessary, just your mind just filters it all out yeah, at the so, moment that you're yeah. doing it, because you want to get the best ideas out of there, right? That makes sense. Yeah, man. And, and I think because I started with like kind of like cartoons and comics and yeah. stuff, it was more about the main character, and everything else, you know, doesn't matter as much, you yeah. know. So, to me, it's kind of like uh, the as long as the idea is there. So a lot of times, some of my pieces just have a solid background or yeah. stuff, but it's just about. The main, the main character, the right? main character, you yeah, know. The, so I, sometimes the background could be whatever, as long as the main character is like yeah. the main focus, right? Yeah, that's what you want, anyways, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think that comes from kind of like the cartoon type of graphic background. You know, yeah. I'm not 
I do have some, but I, most of the time I don't have like a super elaborate background. Mm. Not that I can't do it, but it's yes. just, you know, I'm more focused on this is what I'm trying to show you. This is what I'm trying to explain to you is yeah. this guy. So, like, do you also do, like, because uh, I know people, sometimes people draw with their iPads. Do like, you do that, too, as well? No, I have no, no. technology background. I don't even know how, how that works because sometimes it, it'll look like uh, like they drew it, but they just, like, redraw it with the, with the... So, like, have you ever drawn, like, logos for, like, like, like T-shirts or, like... Um yeah, for like t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, I've, I've done a few, but I just yeah. draw them and give it to them, and oh, okay. that's about it. Like All they right. scan it or whatever. Or Chicle is my official IT guy. Like I, 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 I'm just terrible at that stuff. That's probably what they do because because I've been thinking about like looking into that. Like, how does that work? Because uh, some is like I'll design like my t-shirts for like for my podcast. Yeah. And the way I do it is like I'll do it on my phone, but then I'll put it into Photoshop and I'll kind of make the, the right size for the t-shirt and stuff. Yeah. So it's like 14 inches by 16 or whatever. But I wanted to, I've never really drawn something, but I want to be able to draw it and then transfer it over to a t-shirt. But I think it's pretty easy because whatever is black ends up being the negative or the ink's going to flow. It's mm. something like that. Or you could just x-ray the image that you did already, you know, without having to use uh, the computer or whatever. Because I think that comes a that looks a lot better because you could tell that it was drawn, you know, yeah. and rather than digital. It's going to be too perfect. Yeah, I just got a, I think it was for Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas, I got my, my kid an iPad because she yeah. wanted to use Procreate. Oh, and okay. I'm like, I'll let her use it, and then she can show me. Yeah. I got, I just got, don't have any patience. Or the time, or, you know, right? Or the time, or whatever, time. you know. And it's just, I, I don't know. Computers and me just don't get along. Yeah. And so uh, I'm usually, I, I'll draw something. I'm like, hey, Chicle, like, you think you could do this for me? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah bring it over. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just like scan it and probably go over it and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I think what they do is they scan it and then they just like redraw over it and stuff. Because there's like you know there's like la there's there's layers or whatever. So yeah. this layer will be the outline. This layer will be the. Bit. I still don't understand it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just I just enlarge it, get it ready to print, and that's it. I don't really go into it that much. But it'd be cool to something extra, you know, to, yeah. to know how to do. Because you'd be able to do a lot more with with your art. I mean, you could you're still doing with the paint. People love paint, you know, because that's like something that is done by hand. It's it's one of a kind, you know. And so, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I've always got a project going on, so it's yeah. like I don't see myself having any time for oh, okay extra for, stuff. For learning. moving on to learning yeah, how to do yeah. this or learning how to do that, you know, yeah. like like stuff. Even when I'm like, all right, I'm done with this show. Like, I'm a chill. And then, like the next day, somebody, like, hey man, I need this. Hey, I need that. Or, oh, and I'm, so it's like, yeah, it, I don't see any time in the near future where I'll have time to. Oh, okay. You get uh, a lot of commission work and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a lot of commission work. And now I got a couple of shows lined up. And uh, in January, I'm doing a show in uh, Texas and San Antonio. So I'm working on that. Yeah. A couple of commissions. And and then in August, me and Chicle are going to Albuquerque, New Mexico to do a show out there. Oh, it's shit. It's like us two and then like three other San Diego artists and then yeah. some some uh, Albuquerque artists. Yeah, that's cool. Um, like for... I mean, because I've I've never really the only time I painted on a on a, on a canvas was it was already like primer and stuff. But you, you primer your own your own canvas and all that stuff. I well, they most of the time they, they come primered oh, they come anyway. Like that, right? But but I always primer it anyway because oh, okay. I, I like to start I like to start my images in black. Okay. Just it's just a preference. Yeah. And because sometimes, like say, if you use white as a as a base, it has a different look to it than if yeah. you start with black. You know, just like painting a car, you know. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. They, they paint cars silver first to get yeah. this other look. Yeah. Rather than gray, you know, to get a different look. Yeah. So I, I prefer to start in black. And then if if I do any type of sketching, because I normally just start painting. Yeah. I might just center it and put some basic lines to know that it's somewhat centered. But yeah. 
I use like a white charcoal pencil. Yeah. And that way, like, like if you use like a like charcoal or like a pencil, sometimes the the paint the pencil will come through. Oh shit! And so I prefer to use white charcoal because yeah. it's just gonna mix with the paint. It's not gonna change anything. Yeah, it'll go in there. So like for example, let's say you're using, you're using a black background. Let's say for example, you're gonna paint uh, a black cat or whatever. Yeah, you're pretty much just like you know I guess uh, painting the outline with whatever light color, and you're leaving the the cat as black, which is the background, right? Is that well, how you do it? I'll, I'll still paint it black, black. Okay, because okay. the because the primer is gonna be like a really flat, mm. like a really flat. It's a water base. Yeah. It's like really flat paint. Yeah, and the the acrylic paint has a little bit of more sheen to it. Okay. So even though the stuff is black, I'll still end up painting the whole thing black, and then and the way I do stuff, it's kind of like I guess what they call like dry brush. Like I probably waste more paint than I use. Yeah. Like I'll take like I'll paint something like a solid color and it's almost like shading and tattoos. Yeah. Like I'll take a brush and I'll I'll put some paint on the brush and then I pretty much almost wipe off all the paint from the brush. Oh, okay, yeah. And then just whatever's left in there, I actually rub it in. Yeah. So when you look at the stuff it's pretty smooth, you know, it almost yeah. looks like airbrush. It's just like the way I do it. I go through a ton of brushes because of it, but yeah, that's just like the style that I like, you know. Yeah, because yeah, like with the tattoos, you have to keep dipping the the um, in the water to clear clear the because you're gonna use the same needle. Yeah, so it's a different color. Yeah, so yeah, you waste, I would see how you waste a lot. Yeah, because I'm I'm wasting more paint on the rag than yeah than I'm actually using. using yeah, is it, yeah. There, is it pretty expensive the paints and stuff, or the brushes? No, in there? the brushes. I mean, it adds up. I guess. Yeah, yeah. What what I, I since I I started working small for the last several years yeah i use a lot of little brushes and those things i go through them because after a couple paintings they kind of curl and you know it just doesn't work right you know it's not straight and so i i go through a lot of brushes because i'm using small brushes and i'm rubbing them yeah yeah so i I go through a lot of brushes but paint i don't go through a lot yeah and then i saw i saw one of those i think it's the those uh little egg shaped dolls that you're making yeah is that a paper mache or uh, those are it's styrofoam oh, okay. inside, and then they have like that brown packing tape. Yeah, they're wrapped in brown oh, packing okay. tape. Okay, so they're really light. That's cool, man. Because I, I thought it was paper mache. Well, because I, I didn't get a chance to, to touch it, but it yeah. looks like paper mache. But that's pretty cool. It's pretty creative. Yeah, they're pretty light. I have some that are. I bought some that are made out of wood, and then I and then I'm working on some that are um, like the Russian dolls. Yeah, that they're made out of wood right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I have some that are actually egg-shaped. Oh, that's cool. You know, I have the ones that are kind of, like, longer, where the, the neck gets smaller. Yeah, I saw but, those, yeah. But I have some that are actual egg-shaped. Yeah. That I think there's seven of them. The smallest one is this little tiny, tiny thing. I, I'm i still working on those. And, and they're hollow? Yeah, they're gonna, hollow. They, they're they go be, inside each okay, other. Okay, yeah. cut down the middle? or Yeah, they're cut down in the middle. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty, that's creative, you know? Yeah. Um, also, I was going to ask... Uh, do you ever have like because I know whenever whenever your your art is like big or people see it a lot of places they they tend to copy do you get a lot of people like just copying like straight out like an image yeah I've I, I've started running into that yeah you know quite a bit you know there's not much you can do about it you know other yeah. than other than you know talk shit yeah <laughs> talk shit or or post yours you know post your image and say hey, it, uh, hey, this is a piece I did in 2002 you know? oh, okay, yeah, you, you call them out and people yeah, see yeah. it. No, yeah. I, 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 if I call them out, I'll call them out. Okay. Like, you know, you know, because, you know, it just makes you look petty because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So, it's you know, it's like you're wasting your time. You know, okay. it's like there's nothing you can do about it other yeah. than call them out, 
personally, personally and let them know and see what type of person they are. You maybe know? that's some kind of vergüenza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which most people nowadays don't, you know, they just blatantly do it just for the money. Yeah, just just to come up. Yeah, then, and I, I know chicles run into that a lot, especially with t-shirts. Yeah, you know, even like even a long time ago, you know, you know, like say Chicano Park Day, all the t-shirt companies come out, and it's like you see people knocking off shirts left and right, you know. Oh, yeah, because I, I heard about his, um, the Zapata, the Zapata Misfit one. Yeah, and he's that's happened to him several times. It's happened in L.A. and here. And yeah, when I was in L.A., I was in, I was in, uh, in, the, in the alleys. Have you heard of that place? Yeah. It's the alleys, right? And I was like, oh, shit, that's just fucking cool. That's a Zapata. But that's before I knew who Chicle was. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm going to get that shirt. I didn't buy it because I didn't have my size. But I was like, damn, that's a badass design, you know? Mm. But it's easy. They could just, like, even just take a, uh, download a picture of it and just scan it and blow it up yeah. and make it their own, you know? Yeah, and they'll just like tweak a like one letter or whatever. They tweak yeah. a letter or whatever, you know. And but legally, they can get away with it. I mean, technically, you can. Yeah. If even even if you was a straight knockoff. Yeah. There's not much they they can do other than spend the money to take them to court, and then you oh, could yeah. you could take them for you know whatever money and take all their supplies. Yeah. You know, but. You know, no one has time for that. Nobody or the money has time and for shit. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather just like fuck it, let them do it, and I'll just you know, they'll yeah. catch up to them later. Sooner, yeah, later, yeah, you know? yeah. When they're asked to have actually be creative on their own, they can't. You know. Yeah, and there was a, there was a show not too long ago here in in Balboa Park, and I had I, I on Facebook. I think I posted a, the story on it, but this lady she did these. Uh, it was a solo show, and it was all kind of like goddesses. Yeah. You know, and random different, you know, like a Celtic goddess and this and that and this and that. Well, it turns out that 90% of the show was straight ripped off. Fuck. Like, they were all, like, copies. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, from a book or something. It was, like, specific artists that created these images. Yeah. And she obviously just looked them up on the internet and did her terrible version of it. And, you know, there was an interview. The news was there. And she's talking about her creativity <laughs> and how she came up with this stuff and this yeah. and that and then it it hit the airwaves that you know the this artist from Ireland she's like yeah man that's like my piece and like what fuck. the fuck and, and so they ended up taking the show down but you know <laughs> but that's pretty rare when when, when people that get busted like yeah. that you know but it happens unfortunately quite a bit yeah. Yeah. So, what what do you what do you recommend for like let's say like kids that wanna like get started like in the arts and stuff like that? They wanna paint and stuff like that. Like, is it like is it do you do you recommend like they just you know just go for it? Because like you know obviously you have your you have a normal nine to five, but this is like something that also brings you money. And you're, yeah, you're successful yeah. at it, you know. Yeah, this is a second career. Yeah, you know. But uh, like kids, I always like I always all my nieces and nephews like Christmas. I always got them art supplies. Yeah. Because it's like everybody starts off artistic, and then people start, whether it's parents or whatever, they they start pushing you with, no, do this and do that, and yeah. you get away from the creativity and stuff. And so I always gave people, you know, like if I go to the art store, I'll end up buying an extra something, you know, watercolor set. I'm not, I, I don't like watercolor. It yeah. just doesn't work for me because yeah. it's loose. Yeah. You know, like I said, like I need to know exactly where every drop is going. I don't understand it flowing away from me. Yeah. You know? But I'll buy that stuff, and then it's like, hey, it's somebody's birthday. I'm gonna give them this. Yeah. You know, and it's like you just have to at least give them like a head start. Give, stuff, give you somebody know? a yeah. nudge. You know, give yeah. them, give them the tools. You know, and I know like Chicle has drawing time with his kids. You know, and they'll sit there at the table and they all just kind of do their thing. You know, and 
That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I tried doing that with my family maybe like uh, like in November. We'd be doing it and my wife would be like, Oh I can't do it. We're doing we're doing art with a what is it, like um like grease grease uh Pencils yeah, 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 dude, it was fun, man. We're doing avocados and shit, yeah, and like, yeah. it's beautiful because you could like, you can get like a tissue and kind of smear it. Yeah, yeah. But we were having fun. The kids liked it, but more. It's like, oh, I can't do this. Like, well, just try it for the kids at least, you know. And it, it's fun, man, because like you're like sharing, and then especially when the stuff looks nice, like the kids get encouraged and they want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like any anybody can learn how to how to do art. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a it's a memory thing. It's a skill. You know, the more you do it. I think the only thing that separates, you know, like an artist from somebody that can do stuff is the creativity, mm-hmm. you know, coming up with your own specific yeah. idea. I think that's the only separation, but anybody can learn how to draw like, like photorealism. Yeah. It's just a matter of practice, you know, just like they tattoo artists when they would, you know, be apprentice, you know, hey, draw me this rose. Okay, draw it again, draw it again. Yeah. And it's just a matter of practice and doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing, you know, you just gotta practice. But I always wondered about that, yeah, like I guess yeah, you, you can you just like you can teach somebody to play music, yeah. but the main thing that separates them from everybody else is their mind and their imagination, yeah. their creativity, just like you said. Yeah, anybody can learn the technique of guitar yeah. or whatever, you know. Unless you're missing five fingers or something, yeah, like. <laughs> something like that, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen like uh, where I live, there's a lot of kids, and like um, they'll be playing instruments, or you see them on the internet, and uh, you can tell when someone is is playing an instrument, and it's because their parents made them because they're like real serious and shit, and real like proper, right? Yeah. Whereas someone who is just loves doing it, they're happy, even the way they strum the guitar, the way they play the instrument, yeah. you can tell there's feeling involved. Yeah. They're not just fucking stiff and looking at the camera, showing off that they can fucking hit every, every note without looking. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got the they got the mouth flexing thing going when they're <laughs> playing the high notes and all yeah. this. It's you like know? they're stretching their lip with the with the string. With the, with the string. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there any other arts that, that, that you practice? Like music? Did you ever were you in a band and stuff like that? Nah, the band that was like very brief. Like, I, it just wasn't for me because I was into partying at the time. Oh, okay. So no, yeah, but I mean, I was in actually in band band. Like, oh, okay. You know, like I played the trumpet and yeah. Then, and then it's kind of funny, like, uh, like I, I always like to party, and I was good at playing the trumpet, but I was never like, hey, I want to be this guy, a solo yeah. guy or whatever. You know, it was just something I did. Yeah. So one, one, one of my senior year, we, uh, the main guy that was all about being the solo guy and all this, he didn't show up, and they're like, hey, man, you're up. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like. <laughs> The fucking Star Spangled Banner. You know, everybody fucks up the Star Spangled yeah. Banner with that high note, you know? Yeah. And I was fucked up. I was drunk. <laughs> and uh, so, like, we're in the band and during a football game, and everybody's making a giant circle, and I have to walk straight. Uh, you know, and I'm fucked up. Yeah. And I have to walk straight, and I have to take off my hat, and I had a bottle of booze inside my hat. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, oh, dude, like... So I, I lean my head over and trying to like yeah, not, not have the bottle drop out, you know. Yeah. And here comes the Star Spangled Banner, and I can't feel my lips, and I just fuck it up. Yeah. Fuck it up. So I fuck it up, and uh, everybody's fucking laughing. And then the band kind of took over, you know, yeah. backed me up. And then I, I got off the field, you know. 
when it was over, and I'm like, fuck that, dude. I'm switching. Oh, okay. Because I never heard of a tuba solo. Yeah. So me and a couple of guys that used to party, we all decided to switch. Yeah. So we switched to tuba only because there's no tuba yeah. solo. <laughs> yeah. And the school had some. So there were the, the fiberglass tubas. Yeah. So we were literally, like, fill up, put a six-pack inside the tuba and fill it with ice. <laughs> and then we would just drain it with the spit valves. We would drain yeah. the water. And so we're at the football game. We're not really playing. We're just fucking pressing buttons and <laughs> pretending to play. And then when we get on the stands, we're taking beers out of yeah. beers out of the tuba. That's, so, that's in high school? Yeah, yeah. So everybody's always fucking, hey, man, that's remember cool, we used man. to fill up the tuba with beer? Yeah. yeah. That was my ice chest. That's cool, man. So, yeah. uh, you know what? It's I because I, uh, my daughter she she played the trumpet and uh, it's uh, it's hard just to even get that to be able to make that 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 sound that duck sound. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard, man. I tried it. You know, it's really 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 hard. You know, I even tried one of those plastic pieces. Yeah. You know, with the plastic one, it's easier. You know, because it vibrates more. I guess, man, it's really really hard. So so, but if but if you can play the trumpet, you play the tuba because it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing, other than it's different notes, which yeah. we didn't even realize till we got them. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, like how are we gonna fake this? You know? Yeah. But it's kind of funny because. Like, like the notes are so low. I mean, we could make it play, you know. Yeah. But we didn't care to know any of the notes, <laughs> so the like the instructor would be like, you know, in class. Yeah. All right, let me hear the tubas, and we knew the beat, <laughs> so we're literally just mouthing the beat. And we're if you looked at our fingers, we're pressing completely different buttons. And the guy's like, "All right, tubas are great. Clarinets, what's wrong with you fucking guys?" And this and that, and. You know, yeah. but it's like everybody knew they were pissed because it's like these motherfuckers don't know a single doing note. The, the notes with yeah. the, that's cool, man. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, so so when you play the tuba, is it like you know with the trumpet, you just like oh, right? So are you kind of like oh, you making yeah, that kind it's of the a same noise? thing. It's just your mouth is slightly oh, okay. more open, but it's the same thing. You make it like deeper, deeper noises, right? Yeah, kind of like a fucking kazoo. Yeah. Oh man, that was our weapon too. Like the mouthpiece is huge. <laughs> yeah. We used to beat you. Yeah, you got in a fight, and it was like. It had that mouthpiece. Yeah. I'd fuck some fools up with that thing. It, it sticks out? You, you pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because even in the trumpet, you, you can have different ones. Yeah. That are shaped different for, like, say, if, if you're strictly a solo guy that plays high notes. Yeah. There's a different mouthpiece that is better for high notes. You is know? it, like, longer or the shape different? It, it's thinner and the shape is oh, different. Okay. It's a little more... Uh, like a cone? Like a cone. Yeah. Or the other one's more like a bowl. Yeah. And yeah. that's more for like the mid-tones, which I I didn't have a clue until yeah. till all of a sudden it's solo time. I'm like, what the fuck uh, is this guy using, you know? Yeah. Because that guy was all into it. He's like, oh, man, yeah. I, you know, he had his trumpet chromed and, and he bought yeah. mouthpieces of that. I'm like, man, you're too into it, shit, you know? <laughs> I'm you're just trying to get through the day. Yeah, I'm just trying to get through the day and stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, would you guys have to wear like uniforms and shit for the games? Yeah, for the games, yeah. yeah. And you, you guys have one of those fucking because oh, hey, when I would go watch the football games, they would have those fools that have the those uh, they're spinning those fucking things, throw them up in yeah, there, yeah, the batons yeah. and shit, all that. Yeah, that's like the main guy. And there's like that that person's all like, yeah, yeah, fucking, like a circus fucking. Yeah, I don't know how I ended up there because I was always like an outcast, like <laughs> yeah. Was like, it just like just a, just a fucking pastime or yeah, just to yeah. get get the grade, whatever? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just because I was never into anything like that. It just went through the motions. Yeah. Just kind of like like my mom wanted me to go through, uh, uh, like uh, what's called the like do like my communion and, yeah. and confirmation and all that. So I would go to these classes and oh man, the priest hated me like because I was I was just stirring the pot. Yeah. You know? Like they hated me. You would like question them and stuff. Oh yeah, I would question them. They, like even when I was a little kid. Yeah. Me and my friend would just talk shit and they're at in the elementary one like you'd go like on a Saturday. Yeah. 
and we, they just kicked us out. So the whole time we'd be like outside the class sitting there. <laughs> yeah, and, and at that time, that's when the nuns used to slap the shit out oh, of you and all shit, that. Oh, shit, they were able to, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, when it came time to, like, confirmation that we're older, I would just throw out random questions, you know? Yeah. When they would say stuff, and I'm saying, hey, man, like, sounds like you're judging. I thought you shouldn't be judging. Them. Damn. And I would just throw out stuff, yeah. you know? Because, hey, I, I heard one of the priests got caught, you know, molesting a kid. Like, <laughs> but you guys knew about it. You were high, you know? I would just throw it but out. This there. is like real stuff that was actually yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, man, they would get pissed. Yeah, because you're quite, and it's real stuff that you're questioning, yeah, you know? Yeah. How old were you at the. Probably. 15 or so. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought they were like five years old, but that's still like. No, because like, it was funny because you used to do your confirmation when you were in the eighth grade. Yeah. And I have a sister that's one year older and she did hers. I'm like, man, she's done. She doesn't have to go to this bullshit yeah. anymore. And and then it was my turn. It was all right. Next year, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> and then right when it was my turn, they decided that they didn't know enough. So they moved it all the way to junior year in high school. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, shit. They extended it. Yeah, they extended it. I'm like, why? Like, I just had, this was my last year, you know? Yeah. So I just used to irritate the shit out of her. <laughs> irritate the shit out of her. Yes. Yeah, so you would get kicked out all the time? Oh, yeah. But yeah. You, you still were able to, to uh, what is it, come yeah. for? <laughs> come yeah. Get the, the, yeah, and I'm not religious. It's yeah. just something I was doing. Yeah, you, you know? had to do it as a kid, you know? Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I'm not religious whatsoever. I tell people yeah. I, I have my own religion, the, yeah. the nation of Islas. <laughs> You know, that's good, and that's it. You know, like, yeah. So, so you, so you believe that is there like a creator that created everything, or? Yeah, I, I think there's something like that, but I don't follow that man like any beard? like organized religion okay. because, I mean, the people that wrote the Bible are essentially, it's kind of like, like look at politics today. Yeah. You know, you have your Republicans and your Democrats, and they both do bullshit. Yeah. You yeah, know, they it's true. They, they both, you know, one does as many scams as the other. Yeah. You know, and. So the people that created the Bible, they're just like them. They're essentially the politicians of the time. Yeah. So who's to say they weren't throwing out their own agenda, you know? Yeah. It's not like God wrote the, it's not like God it's wrote tough, the Bible, yeah. you know? They said it was inspired, so who knows, you know? Yeah, who knows? Who yeah. knows? So I don't, I don't follow it. Just, yeah. It's just, you know, I try to do, like, like you say, try to be good, a good yeah. person or whatever, yeah. but I don't. I don't really Try to follow. claim to follow anybody's religion. I, I follow yeah. my own. So, like, like at what age? Like, um, when you were a little kid, you stopped believing this. Even when you were doing the confirmation, you yeah, didn't I, you were just, just going through the motions. Yeah, I was for your going, mom and stuff. Yeah, I was just going through the motions. Yeah. So that, does that mean you, you got married by church or no? No, no. Okay. No, just city hall. That's what I did, dude. Yeah. You know, and because um, they, they say, oh, like, if you get married. Uh, Usually people that get married and make a big-ass ceremony, they end up getting divorces just like anybody yeah. who, who isn't even married yet, you know? No, and I, and I was together with my wife forever. Like, we dated in high school. Oh, that's cool. And we dated for maybe, like, 11 years or something and then broke up for, like, eight and then got back together. And, and we didn't actually get married till till my daughter was going to be born. Oh, okay. I mean, it didn't really it yeah. didn't really matter to us. You know, because we knew by then, you know, when we got back together, we were together. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. It was just a matter of, like... For legalities uh, was the paperwork, not, right? Not even legalities. I just didn't want my daughter going through anything. It's, oh, you know, your parents aren't married or something, oh, okay. you know? okay, okay. So I just did... We did it for that reason. It yeah. wasn't really anything, you yeah. know, that, that, oh, man, we have to get married. We have to, no, so. and we had been together forever, so it, yeah. it didn't really matter. Yeah. It's, it's better that way. Yeah. Instead of like, because if you if you're just oh you better marry me, it's like okay. Sometimes the, the person's not even ready to marry you, but just to stay with you, they're gonna fucking do it, and that's all. That's why shit doesn't work out, you know. Yeah. That's, no, we don't. 
No, that's never been an issue for us as far as, oh, we need to get married. Or, that's cool, man. Yeah. And, and your, your wife's not religious either? No. No? No, we're both pretty. Yeah. Just do our own thing. It's kind of weird because when my kid was like, like six, she started asking about it. And it was kind of weird because she has a kid in her class since kinder that's Jehovah Witness. And, yeah. she, and she would like come home and say, like, hey, this little girl says that that I don't pray. And she's like, you know, hitting her up about it. Yeah. It's like, man, what the fuck she asking you about religion? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was talking to, uh, there was, when I, uh, at my job as an exterminator, I would go to certain cities and I would have to meet up with some dude and, uh, He's Jehovah Witness And like I would ask him questions Not to fuck with him But just to say like What does he have to say about it You know And like with them They don't believe in hell And yeah, yeah. they don't believe in hell Because they said like If God's supposed to be uh, Forgiving and he loves us Why would he want us to suffer in hell You yeah. know what I mean So And they say that You know God died on the cross for you yeah. So like why Why is he gonna send you to hell If, if Jesus Christ already died for you yeah. So that kind of got me thinking too You know yeah. Like I'm not religious But I mean I, I, I believe in, in God I don't believe it's this guy That they paint that they portray that they want you yeah. to worship. It's not. It's not. That's not what he looks like. You know what I mean? Mm. But something did. Something did create something. Like mm. that's why we're, our hearts beating. We're talking here right now. Mm. And there's birds that know when to when to migrate. But yeah, as far as being like rich, something like that. Nah, I just try to, my hardest to be the best human being and be good to people. You know? Yeah. And that's it. In the end, let's see what happens. You know? We don't yeah. know. I'm just here for the ride. You know? Yeah. Uh, when I was in, I think I was in high school. I got a summer job working at a at an elementary school, like yeah. you know, like painting the school in the summer yeah. and all that. Oh. And the guy, the guy was funny. The guy that ran it, he's like, "I know you guys just want to party, <laughs> like you got all summer. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that I'm gonna do everything myself. Whatever you guys can help me with is cool. Damn. You know? <laughs> but if you guys want to chill out, whatever, or, you know, that's cool. Sleep dude. sleep off your your hangover. That's yeah. cool with me. If you can help, I would appreciate it. That's it. Yeah, cause and and so uh, we would take off sometimes like around ten o'clock, and we yeah. go across the street to Circle K, and to get some drinks. And we're walking, and and you know at that time like I already had long hair and stuff. Yeah. And there was this kid that this guy that that worked with us, and we're walking to the Circle K, and right next to the parking lot there were some bushes, and we're having a conversation. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the conversation, this guy literally dives in the bushes. Oh shit! And I'm like, the fuck is the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. You know, and he's like, dude, what happened? What are you doing? Did you trip? Or oh man, like he said, he saw I don't I don't know what you call like the like the main guy in the church. I think he was Jehovah Witness. Oh um, okay, one of like the elders. The pastor, elders elder, elder, elder. Yeah, yeah. There's an elder drove by, and I can't be seen with some worldies. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> the fuck, fuck is a worldie? <laughs> but I guess that's like the people that yeah, are essentially. Yeah. They're not gonna go to heaven in their, in their yeah, eyes. Yeah, they're not gonna go to heaven. Yeah. Especially, he's like, especially you, because you yeah. know, I was wearing like a Slayer shirt and like <laughs> long, long hair. He's like, I, I can't be seen. And he literally jumped in the bushes. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, holy shit! That's fucking crazy. And but this guy would always be kicking it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. He's like your friend and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not somebody that we hung out with, but we worked together, so we hung out. Okay. And I went to Circle yeah, K or whatever. Homie you know. shit. Yeah, when you're on your break and stuff. Um, yeah, so we let, me and him would talk because he was like one of the main dudes too. And we, we would just go go into stuff like that. And like he would show me and, and I would pay attention. But some, usually people, when you when they try to uh, 
talk about certain things, they get upset or, you know, I was, I was just listening to him, hearing him out. He wasn't trying to convert me or nothing. No, yeah. I was like, hey, no, no, let's porque he's going to convert you and shit. Like, I'm just listening to him. I'm just yeah. interested in why he believes that because a lot of times that's mainly why I do the, why I do this podcast too is like, everybody's different yeah. and like, I want to understand why, even though people, I don't agree with those people, why do they think like that? And I would want people to ask me, oh, so why do you believe this? This is why I believe it. You know what I mean? Instead of just like, fuck, I don't, I don't agree with that and that's it. Shut it out, you know? Yeah. There's a reason why everybody believes what they believe, you know? Like, yeah. why? Yeah, I, I, I don't mind at all having conversations with, like I, like, I used to carpool with a guy that was Jehovah Witness, and yeah. uh, and we would, you know, we, we worked far, we worked in Carlsbad when we lived here, Yeah. so it was a 45-minute drive, yeah. and we'd have conversations, you know, I don't have, it's, I like having conversations about stuff like that, what I don't like is when people are trying to convert you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's when I, I get, it irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. But conversations, I, I'll have them all day long. Give me a bunch of those Watchtower magazines. Yeah. Oh, man, somebody, I pissed somebody off at work because yeah. I was going to do, I never ended up doing it just because yeah. I moved on to something else, but yeah. I was going to do a piece on religion, and I and I told this girl that worked with me that I was going to do a, this guy, and they're kind of, there's a bunch of people around them from different religions, and they're kind of yeah. like, like pulling on his face and yeah. they got his hands tied and this and that and they're all kind of spoon feeding him you know and like on the spoon there's like different symbols of oh know, okay different religions yeah. you know he's like oh well the Jehovah Witness don't have a don't have a symbol he goes no no that guy's gonna be holding my neck and holding a watchtower and oh. like they're gonna slap the shit out of me <laughs> he's like that is your symbol then you know true. the magazine you know? yeah because that's how you incorporate them you know he's like, like oh, oh, don't do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I, I imagine that concept That's pretty cool man yeah, like, yeah. Pulling, Trying to pull it open Yeah Yeah, yeah I <laughs> just I don't know cool. I guess I I ended up forgetting about it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I know it's in the notes somewhere I would have pissed that fool off Like yeah, crazy yeah. Oh yeah so like Do you So when you think of ideas You said Sometimes you, you text yourself And stuff like that But do you ever like Write write down like notes Do you have like a notebook Or you just I, write I just write down titles And that's oh, it okay. that's, an, that's enough for me to yeah, to re yeah, rejog your memory. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, sometimes I have ideas for like you know for the podcast or certain topics I want to cover, and I'll be like, oh, I'll remember, I'll remember. I get home, yeah, you, what the yeah, fuck? you forget. You yeah, know if you mean? don't do it immediately, yeah, it happens. Especially because you know I have so many fucking thoughts, but mine's always fucking racing and shit. You know, and I, I'm sure you do because that's why you come up with all these fucking ideas. You know, that is a good idea. I should start practicing doing that because I notice that whenever I like in, in my truck for work, I have a, a fucking notepad like this one, and I'll just boom write it down. And then at the end of the day, it's like, oh shit, I have all, all these ideas and shit. Yeah. Whereas you call home and like, what the fuck, what the fuck was I thinking about? And you forget, you know. Yeah. There's so many things that go. You're thinking about a bunch of different things at once sometimes too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I usually try to. Now I kind of put it in the notes on my phone, like in the early 2000s when we had like an answering machine. Do people would come to my pad and go, God damn, dude, you got 74 messages? <laughs> and it's like, 50 of them were like, like I, I, always, I was always out partying. Yeah. So I always had I I couldn't hear an alarm clock for the life of me. Oh shit. But I could hear the phone. Yeah. And so I always had somebody call me. Yeah. Whether it was my my girlfriend at the time or or my dad or something. So it's like you go through the messages. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Now it's a thing. And I would hear the phone, but I, I couldn't hear the alarm. It yeah. didn't matter how big of alarm. Yeah. So I got that, and I got. Messages from me from the bar, like, hey Richard, it's Ricardo. Hey Dick, it's Ricardo. Hey Dick, it's Dicky. Like, oh, this guy was more—he was more drunk that day. Yeah. 
yeah. and I just throw out a title and then I would just write them down when I got home and stuff. And you would have like friends to be there with you listening to that shit, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, because they notice, like, damn, 75 messages. Yeah, I'm like, oh, those are all, check it out, dude. Yeah, those are all notes. It's all. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's a really good good way to, to keep track of shit, you know? Like, I, when I used to work at, because I used to work at a Craig and Auto Parts, which is like a fucking auto zone, Pet Boys and shit, right? And I worked there, and there's some dude, he, he was kind of slow and shit, so what he would do is, uh, this is before before fucking smartphones and shit. He had a he had like a little fucking pocket recorder, and he'd be like, "Note to self, uh, throw out the trash." You know, some little fucking uh, like, "What the fuck? This guy's fucking weird." But it's it's smart because if your memory kind of sucks, yeah, or you have too much in your mind, this will help you. You know, and it's cool because you're hearing your voice. That's even better, yeah. man. Because like sometimes it's hard to, um, I guess, write down the idea. Sometimes it's better just to express it. You know, with your, you know, with your with your voice, and then you hear it back. Okay, and in your mind, it'll bring back that memory automatically yeah. rather than, than writing it down. So that that makes sense. Yeah, I should start doing that too. Because <laughs> the phones have a recorder now. Yeah, I yeah. just put it, I just write it in the notes. But yeah. like I said, for me, it's just like a title. Yeah, and that's it. it there, it'll, it'll it'll jog everything. It'll jog everything back. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, it's it's been nice talking to you. We're, com- we're coming to an end. Um, any last words or any advice you want to give to people out there who want to be artists and you do the thing? Yeah, be be original and don't steal my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Always be original and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, any- and, I, and, and I'll, I'll elaborate on that too. Like, yeah, I tell people all the time, kind of like what gets me going is. Just in conversations and in talking to you and hanging out here and I'll see somebody walk, you know, or whatever. It's just, that's what I draw from, you know. It's joking with friends, you know, yeah. making fun of somebody. It's like, yeah. oh, it's not the way. <laughs> you know, we call him El Semáforo because he's got big glasses yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a painting on yeah. Semáforo, you know, this oh, guy. Oh, shit, yeah, you're you right. You know, shit like that, you yeah. know, and, and that's kind of what I draw on. So, you know, draw on, on what makes you you. You know, yeah. what your experience. You know, so you're an indiv- individual. Yeah. So, so that means that, like, like let's say for example, right now we're sitting down. You observe people because I do a yeah. lot of. That. I observe people like, oh, why, why are they doing this? So, you know, and you get an idea. Yeah. Because we're not. Everyone's different. So that's like, okay, he's doing that. You know. Oh yeah, I'm I'm constantly watching people, and it, it's kind of funny because like before pandemic. Like, I never really drank at home. Like, I like to go out. Yeah. And I could be the only person in the whole bar, and, and I'm comfortable. Yeah. Because I'm just, you know, even just the environment, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm making notes on the environment. And, and you know, like the the super drunk bar monster at the air, and, you know, like, hey, man, I'm going to do a piece on this guy. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, what's his story? I'm going to do a piece. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm always observing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so th- but that's what keeps people original. You yeah, know? observing. You know, paint yeah. your your own experience. You know, not somebody else's experience. That's, that's a good wise words to yeah. to, to live by. Um, is there a, where can they find you on Instagram if they want to find your artwork or commission something? Yeah, Instagram is a real Ricardo Islas. All right, and Facebook is just Ricardo Islas. The same thing. Yeah, it's just right. Ricardo Islas, not real Ricardo Islas. Oh, okay, Ricardo Islas. All right. Yeah. Um, where they can contact you, DM you. Yeah, they can right. DM me there and hit me up on how commission works or whatever, yeah. you know. And that's where you have all your artwork, too, is on the Instagram? I, I have a lot of it there. Most I think, of it, I yeah. think Facebook has More. most of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check that one out to the Facebook. Because yeah. I was mainly looking at the Instagram and also some YouTube stuff, like some interviews you had on there, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on, dude. I really appreciate it. I know it's, it's a Sunday and you're here with me, and I really appreciate that. You know, you can be doing yeah. something else. Yeah, I appreciate nice that, man. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice day out. And hopefully, I come back in a couple of months or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we can do another one and get for to sure. know a little more about you, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, thank you very Thanks much, man. Thank you.